morning, good afternoon, and good evening from wherever you're listening in the world to this podcast today. My name's Paul Webb. I am the founder of B2B Energy, and you are listening to Energy Speaks Back. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. And have I got an exciting conversation for you tonight? So um, I'm going to. I've caught up today with one of my close friends. I can call him my close friend because we've been talking a lot on Zoom and and we see each other every day on LinkedIn. And my close friend is from Kenya, uh, western part of Kenya. He's going to tell us more about the exciting part of Kenya he comes from. And his name is Festus. So Festus, how are you? Great to see you. Ah, great to see you, Paul. You know, it's always a, a pleasure engaging and talking with you. And, you know, I'm really disappointed that this isn't a video for the audience because you're glowing today. Come on. Why are you, why are you glowing today, Festus? What's that all about? <laughs> you, know, you know, Paul, I always am one individual that uh, loves what he does. You know, I, I like what I do. I, I like what I study. I, I live life and... Uh, you know, I thank God about that. Do you know, we've had quite a few calls, Festus, and I think I've called you in the morning, I've called you in the afternoon. You always look bright and you're always ready for the day. <laughs> yeah, and that's the spirit, you know. We have to live positively, even despite the situation that we, we are living in in this time, when everything, all the news that are popping up are all negative. But, uh, you know, we have to draw strength from within us and say, I am happy, I must be happy. I must go to the world and show the world that despite all these things, I am strong and I'm better every day. So uh, for me, I live one day at a time and that's how I I take life. Brilliant, that's excellent Festus. And I I feel that every time I speak to you. So Festus, look, for everybody, tell us what you tell us about you and what you know your background and, and what you're doing in, in Kenya. Yeah, so my full names are Festas Kiplagat. You know, I'm 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 based in the western part of Kenya. It's just as Paul you said, in a a, a, a tiny little city called Eldoret. Uh, uh, Eldoret is known as the city of champions uh, in terms of. Uh, Athletics, this is where all the athletes, the elite athletes that you see uh, winning cross-country races, you know, steeplechase and dominating the track events. Uh, and are, are, you a run, are you a runner, Festus? I, I used to run short races while, when I was young and, you know, <laughs> so it's part of me. I come from that com- same community that ran, you know, Kiplagat right. is that's the, the the clan the tribe that has produced uh, you know very strong and uh, very good quality runners of all time brilliant yeah so so this is uh, my home um and uh, um my journey you know paul uh, in uh, in uh, my journey in forestry agroforestry began when i was a tiny little kid i was born in the rural part of kenya you know uh, where we were, we were living adjacent to a woodland forest. And uh, I am a last born of uh, a family of nine, uh, you know. 
so as so it's common practice you know uh, for in, in the villages there where the young boys take care of either the the family herd either the the cows or the the sheep or the goats for that matter so for me i i used to like taking care of the sheep so i, I would drive the sheep into the forest and there were no gadgets like uh, this time you know there, there were no telephones you know there were no transistor radios that could keep you busy so we get into the forest and whistle you know we could we had our own traditional strategies of connecting so we could whistle and you know connect connect my peers and that is where now we could enjoy seeing the butterflies chasing after butterflies wow. was it enjoying wild fruits we could not even go back home uh, for lunch because uh, we had enough you know there are a lot of diverse uh, fruits even there were some uh, some uh, some some uh, tubers some kind of potato wild potatoes that we could get in the forest and there were a lot of things we could enjoy so we, we were always full and um i was uh, a champion swimmer you know among as my peers at that time in the rivers you know we could swim in the rivers where we could encounter snakes so uh, lucky enough there were no crocodiles in the rivers <laughs> we connected so much so with nature you know uh because i could uh, we had the um the indigenous knowledge because we knew the, uh, the 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 local names of of the trees sometimes we could feel sick you know you have fever you are you not you feeling like uh, as a little tiny kid you know you, there was a way you could feel you're not you're unwell we knew the specific plants you know the trees that we could uh, either chew the chew the leaves chew the bark or the roots you know you could get well wow you know i i was lucky one uh, that time that you know i, I was I want to say I want to uh, I, I believe that uh, out of the kind of the environment that we we were raised in we it kind of built our immune system because we we could not easily uh, get sick and my mom was uh, a village herbalist she's now she's now she's now aging aging gracefully uh, she could take me to the forest to assist her you know get some roots you know some hubs for other uh people who could visit her you know to treat some ailments so i had that knowledge i still do when i get to the village i get to the forest the same forest still well but not intact as it is and chew yeah. some you know chew some uh, <laughs> some hubs so, that, so that's your secret best yeah, that's my secret, secret. <laughs> yes <laughs> you i find you you get all your minerals and vitamins from the forest absolutely uh Paul. and um, to cut the story short you know i i would want to mention that uh, my mom used to boil concoction herbs you know and we were we were it was compulsory that time to take at least half a glass of the concoction and uh, we I, i i want to believe that 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 kind of concoction kept us strong and healthy and really we could, we could seldom get sick you know and, and i remember sisters did it taste nice or did it was it not very nice it was not very nice but you know my <laughs> mom could my mom could hold a, a, you know a, a, a cane you know yeah, yeah. and force you to take it you know it was a must you must take it 
you must take it. Didn't matter how bad it tastes. It doesn't matter, you know. You well, and I still do take until this time. You know, it affected. You know, it yeah. influenced me, and uh, it is a it, it is a good um, it is a good uh, it's it is I can say a traditional knowledge. Traditional knowledge, Paul is amazing. You know. Yeah. We it is I think we for we forgot when you know our education system did not anchor on uh, building um traditional knowledge and advancing the the good the good course from the traditional knowledge and do you encourage your children now to take this medicine sure yeah in fact in my compound here i have uh, i planted a few i've planted medicinal medicinal plants yeah, my, yeah. In, uh, on my you know backyard here and uh, sometimes i take my little ones and you know get some some back out of it and encourage them to chew as I chew, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I believe it is making them like me as well. Brilliant. Well, when I come to Kenya, obviously we've we've arranged a one day we meet each other. You must ensure that I participate in this medicine to see what it actually does and to taste it. Sure, sure, Paul. Uh, I won't hesitate to you know to have your to. to you know, to make to ensure that you have a feel of the things that I enjoy. Excellent. And I know um, we we let everyone know that you you've actually got a plant with my name or a tree with my name on, which um, you gifted me many months ago to sort of say that you know to welcome our friendship, which is amazing for to have. I've got this tree in Kenya growing up, and I've got to go there now to go and see it growing. It's important <laughs> to me in my life. <laughs> So, Fester, yeah. tell me about your organisation and what your, what your goals are over there. What you're trying to achieve? Yeah. So, so uh, Paul, uh, very quickly before I mention that, you know, out of uh, that interaction with nature when I was young, when I grew up, I began seeking for opportunities to study nature, right. and that is where my journey, my journey in forestry, in my after high school, I when I transitioned from high school, got into college, I began building my career around nature. And that is why I did forestry in my undergraduate. And then, um, uh, then I got into the opportunity to work for government. And then I began, I continued to build my career. Uh, I did a master's in agroforestry just to get a blend of, uh, um, you know, forestry is so biased towards, uh, you know, plants and management of trees and the environment. So I wanted to bring, you know, the issues of livelihood and that interaction with the the human uh, component. So that's why I did uh, agroforestry. Uh, so um, you know, I've been engaged in uh, several organizations working uh, in several projects that build climate resilience uh, for communities. Uh, so my experience is vast, working even into um, the across the border, working into Uganda. I've been involved in some resilience projects. Um, in Uganda, you know, Uganda had issues, a uh, lot of conflicts there. So uh, I was called upon in one of the projects to uh, set up a livelihood and resilience projects as an intervention after the post, you know, you know, as a post conflict intervention to bring uh, integration and cohesion for communities. So uh, that is um, my experience. And then uh, in my heart, I've been having the dream to uh, rally all the knowledge, the, under, the, 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 the experience that I've had 
to focus on building my own vision. And that is where, uh, that is how um, I founded Green Planet Initiative 2050. Uh, 2050, uh, GPA 2050, Paul, is um, founded on four pillars, right. you know? So four pillars of uh, number one, regenerative agroforestry. Those uh, initiatives, those techniques, those models that I've seen working for communities. So I'm focusing GPI 2050 to support uh, smallholder farmers and pastoralists. You know, um, th those, they, they have been marginalized in a way. A lot of focus has been in uh, you know, conservancies and large-scale farmers, like those communities who are, you know, in within the high-altitude areas where it's more productive. But my uh, focusing my my my, um, my 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 components, you know, the components that I'm promoting, I'm focusing towards smallholder farmers and fragile contexts, you know, where we have pastoralists, you know, called. So that is my focus. Yeah. And what are your goals to bring to the to this planet? What's, what's your trying to where where do you where do you want to take this? Yes, so my my big ambition is to transform landscapes. You know, I want to transform forests. You know, landscapes, and bring about uh, restoration of the environment. There's been a lot. Of, there's a lot of degradation. Contribute towards uh, SDG number thirteen, climate action using practical approaches that are working um, for communities and leveraging uh, Paul on indigenous knowledge that I had. You know, we, it was not, I, I still farm until today, you know, even in my backyard, I, I, I have a small uh, unit where I do farming. Yeah, yeah. So we, we want to bring that knowledge, leverage on it, support communities to, um, to find, uh, a, to improve their livelihoods find uh, you know food security support children you know children are the most affected uh, by climate change you know climate change is impacting more on children uh, than adults so i'm creating movements at the grassroots from farmer to farmer you know spread that is spreading from farmer to farmer village to village community to community region to region and my big ambition is to mobilize eco-regions, connect eco-regions, farmers having, um, you know, supporting value chains for uh, that build uh, sustainability. So that's my broad uh, pers uh, perspective and vision, uh, Paul. Is it, for me, is it, is it about planting trees and growing this forest or is there other aspects that come into this like water, sustainability, do you, are you introducing or are you linking all those areas together as well? Yes, because we are working in partnership also with government. So we're integrating the, all, the, um, all the, the, the components together, you know, all the, the um, interdependent, you know, there's a lot of interdependence when it comes to nature and environment. So we have water, you know, we have agriculture, we have... Um, um, you know, we have, we have livestock components, you know, bringing together all those components, working together with other players in the environment, uh, 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 in the environment sector, you know. So connecting the sectors together, 
But most importantly, uh, where I'm anchoring my efforts around is um, supporting communities to regenerate their landscapes without necessarily uh, planting trees. I'll tell you what, uh, Paul, there is what we call underground forest. When the trees, the vegetation has been removed, there is the potential for nature to, to sprout back, to re-engineer, re to rejuvenate itself. Yeah, yeah. And communities have knowledge on that. So encouraging, because some of the uh, um, farmers, they don't have, you know, they, they just, you know, they, 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 they just, you know, beginning life, you know, they are struggling with life. So you can't tell them to plant trees. They, they have land. So we encourage them to restore, you know, to regenerate their, their farms. Yes. So they set apart a portion of their farms and then allow regeneration. All the, you know, grass, beginning from undergrowths, you know, grasses come up, uh, sapling uh, plants come up and they yes. manage yes. based on the objective. So that is the starting point. You may call it tree growing because that is like nurturing what is already there. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen it recently. Sorry, Festus. I've seen it recently in, um, so on um, David Attenborough's film, he walks around this village, first of all, and that's the village that was adjacent to Chernobyl, where it got wiped out. And it was a city with loads of buildings and houses. And now all trees are growing through these houses where they've regenerated themselves. And that's what he's talking about, regeneration. Yes. Uh, regeneration, there is power in regeneration. There is what we call underground forest, quote unquote. They seed in the ground. Yeah, yeah. And there is a potential in stems and roots to regenerate faster than even tree planting because the regenerating uh, trees are more adaptive. They are native and they, 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 they you know, they have more uh, vigor in terms of growth. Yeah. back, So all that farmers do is to manage uh, regeneration. Uh, but, uh, you know, where there is totally no regeneration, Paul, where there is a lot of degradation, we encourage communities to do enrichment planting. So they reintroduce, they reintroduce uh, uh, high value trees like fruits, you know, yeah. promoters of fruit trees so that they get food fodder and and, and, and pasture for for the community. So they, they you know, so so linking, leveraging on nature, and also adding value to nature to support yeah. the climate yeah. solutions. So, Festus, how do um, how do you uh, monitor this? How do you know whether you're making a difference with with what you're doing here? Is there some form of measurement that you've applied to this? Yes, Paul. We we have a mechanism, you know, we're leveraging also on technology. Uh, we have uh, these apps, you know, there are some downloadable apps that we use for, normally use for, for surveys. So we use the open data uh, kit, ODK tool. What we did, you get the app and then we, we generated some tools. Like uh, if I want to do monitoring, number of trees planted, right. when, was, when was the trees planted? which species were planted, who planted them, uh, how long has, you know, how long will it take like to gain some uh, uh, very good uh, height, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. So we have those tools 
monitoring tools uploaded in the phones so that when we visit the field, you interact with the farmer using that tool. Right. You can do that offline. And then when you get uh, online, you know, you upload that. We have a, a server that keeps our data. So, right. so over time. And we also take uh, GPS coordinates of uh, the localities. And, and are you getting satellite views of what's going on from satellite? Yes, we are working into that now. We, we are beginning to build, uh, um, you know, like if it is, we, 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 we go by acreage. Yeah, yeah. So we begin to build that because we started back in 2015 and we want to build like uh, the satellite imagery or to show the impact of our intervention. Fantastic. And Festus, how long, so when did you start day one from this sort of project and, and you know, how far do you think you've achieved? Well, where have you got, you know, how much of a journey have you got to go now? <laughs> well, I, I began, I am a tree grower. You'll see on my profile that I, yeah, am, yeah, a yeah. I am a tree grower. And uh, that's why the, the immediate thing when we connected, you know, I thought of planting a tree for this friend of mine as a show yeah. of love. And because in Kenya, when we have uh, ceremonies, events, and uh, either national or whatever event, uh, we normally, uh, whoever graces the event plants a tree. And you know, you don't plant a small tree, you plant a dignitary plants, a, a, you know, a, a well-grown yeah, tree. Yeah. Yeah. So when I yeah. saw you and then you're a, fr a friend of mine, I took you as a, a dignitary. So I, I, I chose one of my overgrown plants that I, I, keep, I keep in my compound and I've planted for you and it is growing. Maybe for the listeners, I planted Prunus Africana. It right. is a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a native variety in Kenya. And it has, um, it has uh, medicinal, medicinal qualities. Uh, people used to treat prostate cancer. Wow. Uh, yes, you, you, you crush the, the roots. And that, the, that powder is, is used to, you create a concoction out of it. And uh, you know, it, it's used to treat prostate cancer, especially for the elderly. So it is a, it is a well-respected uh, species, Paul. So it's a show of love. Thank. You. I feel very honoured that you've done that. It's it, it's touched me for that. And by returning, you know, for the you know, I've watched this was video because I've got a, a plant because I, I love growing money plants, which is a, a jade. Come, um, and I grow these on my windowsill, many, many plants. And I, I've got one of these. So when I come, I will bring that with me. Um, ah, if, I so get through, if I can get through customs or whatever, I don't know what the, the legal side of that is, but if I can get that to you, I will, will bring that to you when I come. So um, is, look, I'll, I, really I really appreciate your time with, on different time zones. Um, so Professor, just to leave, is there anything that you could leave our audience today with something special from you? Yeah, I would uh, ask the audience, we have uh, a crisis and this crisis, however much it's been defined, we have a crisis, we, many people call climate crisis, we, many other people call biodiversity loss and all these things. We have a climate change problem and uh, a lot of our problems today um, are generated uh, because we have destroyed nature. 
um, our, no, our very own Professor Wangari Mathai, uh, the Nobel laureate, once said, if we destroy nature, nature will respond and destroy us mercilessly. And I want to believe that that is what is happening now. Yeah. It, is my, it is my appeal to all the listeners, uh, Paul, that we need to take individual action and implement approaches that are geared towards conserving nature right from your doorstep, take action. And uh, also asking, we ask uh, the business community, you know, all the people, the corporate has a strength now. We want to ask the, we want to call upon the corporate uh, world, you know, the business community to set apart, you know, to, 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 to have an objective of supporting nature. So that when we build, so we build a global movement from individual to corporates to governments, when we take responsibility, we can have a, a planet back. It will take some time. We need patience. It, is, it will never take a quick fix. I mean, we've lost the Amazon, which is dubbed as the, the, the lungs of, of the world. We've lost the mangroves. The mangroves are the, the, the you know, like the gem that absorbs a lot of carbon. Yeah. We've lost yeah. the platoons in the oceans. So we need to mobilize ourselves, beginning from me and you, Paul, individuals, corporates, governments, have a movement on a global scale and also rally behind uh, those who are at the grassroots, moving like myself, rally behind them, support them to deliver the action that the planet deserves, uh, Paul. Festus, that was amazing. You one, you're one amazing person. I totally respect what you just said and what you're doing. Um, you know, I follow you on LinkedIn. I think everyone should be following you um, and yes. following that movement. Amazing yes, and, story. And, and I do use LinkedIn to build my network and also inform. <laughs> I need to educate the people out there, you know. Yes, you do. And you're doing an amazing job. So Festus, I'd like to thank say you. thank you very much for coming today. It has been a real pleasure. It's lovely seeing you. You know, you, you make you make me have all goosebumps every time I talk to you with, with your passion. It's unbelievable. So Festus, be safe and be well with all your family. And I'm sure we will keep in contact. Thank you so much, Paul, and thanks for having me. No, thank you. Take care, yeah? Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining me today on this podcast and thank you for my special guest. Please go and check out our website on www.b2benergy.co.uk where you can see many more insights to how you can manage that third largest expense. Thank you. That just leaves me for one more thing to say. Be safe.